Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase. Oh, it's officially happy hour, and that means it's time for Thrill of the Chase on SEN Track as we dissect the latest Greyhound racing news, not only in Victoria, but right throughout Australia. Damien Watson joined by the great man who's in the studio today. This will be the first <laughs> time in a couple of years on a Friday, which is great to see his uh, wonderful face for, well, in my case, probably the first time in a while during this lockdown while. period. Mitch Abaya, Greyhound racing media personality, owner, breeder, etc. How are you, Mitch? I'm well, Damo. Cracking day outside. Sun's out and about. and you got the guns out too, I noticed. Oh, it's warm, mate. I've been, I'm actually, I don't know, if you spend that long in the sun, I think you're just warm throughout no matter what you wear. So, yeah. I know it might sound silly, but... Um, yeah, I just I thought, oh, gee, I'm going to have to wear a single. I'm absolutely cooking, so still feel like I'm a lobster. But <laughs> <laughs> That's a good analogy to use. I'll tell you what, we've got a big night tonight, so the Meadows is on at the moment. Yep. I may as well, we may as well start off with that, actually, because race seven is yeah. coming up, and I think one of your best is going around here. Yeah, it is. Fernando Frank, I'm a big fan of the dog. Oh, I, I think, know you are. Uh, I think the dog is overs now. He's a $1.90. I, I don't say that too often about $1.90 pops, but uh, he was he was average last week. He bombed the start. But I tell you what, he's probably been one of the best or most consistent 600-meter uh, dogs that we've got in Victoria he's, you know, over the last couple of months. So I, I just think with the box draw, the way it's panned out, I think that Nick Spale is – Nick Spale, she's an okay beginner, but I wouldn't say she's quick enough to lead uh, Fernando Frank. Uh, Fabriola Zad is just tardy at the boxes, and I'm Easy Boys tends to hold a line – off the rails. So I think that uh, Fernando Frank gets a good crack at him early. I think the main danger is the six King of Calippo. Um, and I think plan aheads overs as well around the $8 mark, but it's an interesting race, but I just think Fernando yep. Frank here and my best of the night comes up in race eight, mate. I'm yes. very keen on it tonight and it's five fifty. I, I still can't believe that the odds that it is. And I, I think it'll be leading for a long, long, long way. Yeah, just off the SMS, if you want to text in, 0499736736. Anonymous here saying, let's get this double home, Mitchie. Uh, you're right about Fernando Frank. $1.90 is actually over, given its form, yep. three out of its last five. If you want a little bit of value in my view, I'm thinking maybe Nick's bail, given it's got the good draw. Uh, yep. It's an absolute professional. And it has the versatility, I think, to either lead or come from a pretty much... Uh, it a does. difficult, difficult spot off the pace as well. Yeah, so. and it's, it's a stayer, so that's the other thing. It's yeah. uh, being a stayer, that dropping back in trip. You know, if it's anywhere close to him, it's going to be a big chance to mow him down. But I just think Fernando Frank, thirty-four twenty-two. He went two runs back, uh, three. I think two or three runs back, and yeah, that's going to be pretty hard to roll. Yeah, three uh, runs back it was. Matty Fields from Geelong says he likes a seven and eight each way. Plan ahead from Suntory yeah, Rose. Yeah, the, the Langton Kennel. He's a big fan of the Langton Kennel. I tell you what, the eight. It's fourteen dollars. I I would have included it in the quaddy if I took a quaddy. Yeah. Uh, based on the fact that two runs back when thirty four sixty seven, it's not really up time wise to Fernando Frank. But they backed it off the map that day. They backed it from fifteens into sixes. 
Why is it 15s now? Do you think there'll be a similar oh, market no, move? I don't, no, I don't think he'll move the market uh, as much this time. Uh, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, maybe it was just a greater race it was in that day or maybe it was just well drawn. But as we saw in the race prior, uh, two races prior, um, I think it was Invictus Rising had the eight, box yep. eight, and it just couldn't cross from box eight. You've got to be absolutely lightning to cross. So, um, yeah, I just think that the box draw is uh, really good for Fernando Frank and I don't see a lot on his inside pushing up. So hopefully we can get the first leg of a double up. El Nudo has just texted him. Mitch, just tuned in and heard you say best of the day, but didn't hear the dog's name at 5.50s. Could you repeat again? Yeah, it is Javi, J-A-V-I, number five, race eight, number five, at the Meadows. Uh, I'll quickly go through the race. Uh, your favourite's Time for Peace, the eight. Providence Bell, one of my favourites, is drawn box three. Now, Providence Bell likes to go towards the rail. Got Super Marley and Teapot Creek drawn inside there. Um, all in Dungy and Enter the Sun are the two dogs drawn around Jarvie. And I tell you what, they are both legless early. They've got no early speed. So Jarvie shouldn't have any trouble getting towards the front. Um, just had box eight last week in a real hot field. And you look at some of the dogs that raced against Das Ascend uh, was the winner of that race. I think um, Baruga Smoke was also in the race. And box eight is hard at the Meadows to cross from. So I just think beautifully drawn in the middle and... It doesn't mind winning at any, any sort of odds, Jarvie. Uh, the texts are flying in. You know you're a personality when the texts are flying <laughs> in, Mitchie. Uh, Mitch, this is a question from John from Bentley East. Mitch, what did you think of Invictus Rising today? I like the dog, but today wasn't great. Got clipped a couple of times, but your thoughts? Yeah, no, I uh, I thought the run today was uh, gutsy. I know that the result didn't show that, but you've got to understand that this dog, It's I think it's only had six, oh, no, four runs over the 600 now. Uh, it's drawn... That's the worst it's drawn for a long time. And as I said, box eight at the Meadows, if you don't begin well, you're in strife. Yeah. And he's a mad railer as it is. So if he drew box one, I tell you what, he would have absolutely beaten that field by five or six lengths today. He would have just obliterated him. But because he's so keen for the rail, he went hard. Well, he wanted to cut hard on the rail the first time. And he just got poleaxed. He got absolutely clipped. And it took probably his momentum away. He had to muster up again and then... I think he probably spent a good couple of hundred metres through the run trying to get towards the rail, but just wasn't there. So, uh, no, I thought his run was all right. It, it wasn't it wasn't disappointing, but considering he's a mad You wouldn't be disconcerted? Railer, no, no, no. I, uh, I, was, um, I was impressed with the uh, – I was impressed with his – how, you know, how he stuck on. Yeah, and that's the thing going forward. You can't allow yourself to be too downtrodden no. about it, but particularly when it was clipped a couple of times as well. That has to be taken into account. So they're almost ready for race seven at the Meadows. A big night as well. We've got Adelaide Cup night tonight. Yeah, Mitch, you're going to be on Friday night racing, which is very exciting yeah. from yeah, 7 very p.m. Eastern. Cannot wait, mate. Plenty of winners to be found. Uh, we've given one a good push in the Adelaide Cup. Well, the watchy and uh, Toddy Gray did. That was Mr. Fix-It. They tipped it last night at 14s. It's into $6.50 now. Uh, and uh, I may have it going for a little bit. So, uh, yeah, Pretty excited to see how the Adelaide Cup goes. Uh, John from Bentley East says, thanks very much, Mitch. Uh, they're almost set at That's the Meadows. That's a 220, mate. Oh. Jeez, this is... Who's the move come for? I'm just trying to see. I think it's King of Calypso uh, into 480. Moment. Into 480 and a late move for Nick's Bale off the red. But 220 is good value. Come on, Frank. <laughs> just step. Racing. Fernando Frank began well. He's driving forward, coming across oh. from the deep King of Calypso, and he found the lead on the first turn. King of Calypso around to go forward. Got to get around Nick Bale here, Fernando and we're Frank a chance. To the Rose. Yep, get around. Next in the field was Fabiola's right, out, followed in turn. Come on, Frank, you're better than Calypso. Back at the tail, plan ahead along the back. Starting King to make ground. Calypso went right up the track. Fernando Frank's taking ground off. King of Calypso. Come on, Frank, get there. Next in the field was Santori Rose. Further back to Wyme Easy Boys. Fabiola's out on the turn. King of Calypso. 
there. Get up there, Frank. Fernando, Frank to the outside's charging. He's got bang! There we go. There's the exactor as well. Easy boys playing ahead, and last in was Fabriola. That's a huge win. Bang, bang, bang. That was a very interesting race, Mitch. Fernando Frank, well, he timed it to perfection more That's than anything it. else. But King of Calypso, did it go out just a, t- a fraction too wide coming around that final bend, or do you think it was just... No, that's how it runs. It's a wide runner. It yeah. is a natural wide runner. You you always back it off a wide box, uh, hence why I said it was the main danger to Fernando Frank. I thought he was overs. He paid three bucks a place. That exact is going to pay well, uh, even though he was your uh, third favourite in the race, but... Uh, Fernando Frank, that's a that's a huge run. Thirty four twenty five coming off the speed. Oh, jeez, I thought he was in trouble early. Yeah, just that's massive, true. absolutely massive. Well, it just goes to show what it's capable of. Nick Bale wasn't a bad run either. Yep. Came home late, finished third uh, from the red. So three six and one the numbers. Race seven there at the Meadows. Uh, a fantastic race and entertaining one. Hopefully, we get more of that throughout the course of the late afternoon slash early evening. Now, we may as well touch on last night's results, Mitch. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's been that exciting already. We haven't even got to last night. <laughs> uh, what did you make of the meeting in general? Race one, a lot of prize money in race one offered as well. And what could be got the job done from box three ahead of the red Bella Mia rocks? What did you make of that performance? Yeah, what could be? This is uh, the second. I think it might be back-to-back wins. Uh, one for Wendy Fasoli, beat Balamir Rocks and Cisitano Rocks uh, run in third. But, yeah, the time was okay, 34 and 73. This was a mix six and seven over the 595. And, yeah, pretty good prize money. I know they've raised the prize money in uh, at City Tracks at the moment, so it's been fantastic. Um, and, yeah, that was a really nice win. I think they backed it for quite a bit as well. I reckon it might have been 350 to 250. So nice move there. But yeah, it was a, it was an interesting old race. There was some speed. Obviously, Balamir Rocks, I thought uh, Zambora Lani was pretty unlucky, got Chopped out in the first turn, so uh, it was it was a handy race. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, off the SMS, Kev the Carpenter says, "Hell yeah, Peacock! What a start!" Chris <laughs> says, "Fernando, been in my black book for a while. When you said you liked it, I doubled my bet. Thanks very much, Huge. legend. Love that. that. And he got out to two thirty. Yeah, oh, I'm amazed at that. Me. Yeah, he was by far the best dog in the race. That thirty four twenty two three runs back was yeah, it was real nice run. So. Yeah, anyway, we're not complaining. No, uh, that's it. I thought a dollar ninety was Yeah, so did I. Overs. I thought a dollar ninety was overs. Uh by the way, Anonymous here, this is the peacock we all know. Not sure who that imitator was last yeah, night. I, I won't stinker. bring it up. I won't bring it up. No, I had a stinker won't. last night. No, we all had I was those as nights. flat as a biscuit, mate. I was I'm telling you, I just and some of the tech some of the people texted in and said, Oh, how much are you down? And I wasn't really down for the night. I had a good night. Like I am not saying like, you know, I won thousands. But I might have. I think I was about uh, fifty or hundred bucks up for the night. I'm not wasn't flying, but you weren't just, in the red either. <laughs> it was just it was just the tipping side of things. I come in here and expect to tip winners, and when you go say ten races and don't have a collect, and it seems like everything goes against you. Like I I don't know you wouldn't have seen last night's race in demo, but there was one race there where I tipped a dog it was second favourite, and it stayed in the boxes. It didn't come. In, it came at ten lengths last. Yeah, and you just think to yourself, you're just like, this is a joke. And then had one at Albion Park that was just the biggest certainty beating you've ever seen. It went inside, outside, inside, outside, inside, outside, and then just couldn't quite get there. And just thought, wow, this is just, it's oh. yeah, it's we all tough. have those nights. Oh, oh, for sure, we all do, yeah. no doubt about it. But sent Watch you a text message today and said, I'll be back. I'll be back today. You watch, yeah. <laughs> well, the watchdog's going to join us. I think at about eight forty Eastern time. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I like his banter. He's got that wry sense of humour. Oh, he's yeah, a great bloke too. 
Oh, 100%. Uh, just continuing on with the review of last night's racing. Wow, she's fast, prevailed Ooh. in race two. 29.324 seconds ahead of Loxton Bale. And it's interesting having a look at this run as well. Photo man, not too bad from box eight on the outside, finished third. What did you make of Wow, she's fast? Oh, how impressive. Mate, this dog, this dog is a flying machine. Um, we all know we've got the Phoenix coming up. You know, not too far away oh, in the Meadows. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. We, is SEN track going to have a slot or something? That's yeah, the rumour I've heard. Yeah, yes. got a slot. And I'll tell you what, there's a um, sports bet have inquired about getting where she's fast for the Phoenix. Oh, right. Yeah, so that, they're, they're already onto it. Mr. P. Garshagan, he's all over it. But, um, yeah, where she's fast, 29 and 32, an absolutely blistering run. The turn of foot was, it was astonishing. Got home in... Uh, ten was it ten fifty two? So it was a super run home. I think it's probably its strongest run home that I've seen to date. Mm. So if you can just you know like the times it was running in its first two starts off the back were just exceptional. So yeah. the run last night was good. Loxton Bale um, was blistering early, just couldn't keep up. <laughs> it's sad to say, just couldn't keep up with where she's fast because where she's fast is that good. And yeah. uh, Photo Man was a nice run in third, but yeah, this dog's this dog's something special. What do you think would be the peak pinnacle in terms of an aim for this dog? Oh, geez. Well, it's hard to say. It's had three starts now for three wins. Um, I know a lot of trainers don't like to push him too hard too early, but uh, Cal Greeno's, you know, just progressed nicely at Sandown, won, won its first three. And I think after, I think it might have been start one when Sportsbet contacted him to try mm. and get the dog for the Phoenix. He said, obviously, you know, more than happy to, but it depends on how she's progressing between now and the Phoenix. There's still a lot of water to go under the bridge before then. So, uh, geez, yeah, you'd, you'd have to go the Melbourne Cup and, mm. and the Phoenix. You'd have to have a look at those two races because she's blistering early. Yeah. She'll lead them up Don't or know. go close to it anyway. Well, we'll see what happens in the coming months. Exciting racing on the horizon. We'll take a break. Tell you what, it's gone quick already, this it show. Has, We're already the 15 minutes in, so we'll better take a break. Of course, thrill of the chase for the Watchdog. Gee, Watchdog gets his own sponsor credit now. <laughs> fantastic. The Watchdog for every Victorian Greyhound race live and free. Download the Watchdog app. Uh, absolutely sensational. And as his record shows, his tips tend to put you in front on most occasions. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six to text in. You're listening to Frill of the Chase on SEN Track right around the country. Damian Watson and Mitch Abaya with you on this Friday afternoon. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back on this nice spring day, at least in Victoria anyway. I'm not sure what the weather's like elsewhere, but it's uh, it's got the mood up, it's fair to say. I'm thrilled of the chase. Damien Watson and Mitch Bayer with you. Uh, all thanks to the Watchdog. Yes, the Watchdog is our sponsor. To see every Victorian Greyhound race live and free, download the app for more. And on the other side of the next break after the news, we're going to catch up with Paul Sebastiani from Bet Deluxe for an odds update ahead of the Adelaide Cup final. We've got the Caulfield Guineas tomorrow. Been following a little bit of the thoroughbreds as we get towards the pointy end of the year in terms of the spring carnival. Nah, just a little, nah, a little bit. I, I, tend I know to, you're a grey man. I tend I to steer clear of the horses. I'm uh, not the greatest on the horses, and I uh, leave that to the uh, SEN experts. But no, I watched the, I watched a little uh, social media clip there with uh, Ben's and Tags. Tags in a oh. suit. How is that? What a combination that yeah, is. Yeah, I know. And tags. The tags in a suit. I was like, boy, oh boy, what am I looking at here? Oh, he's but done that before whenever they do those yeah. little uh, promotional shots. Yeah, he was he wearing a tie? Up. No. Okay. No, nah, he was just dressed up nicely. Had the hair done. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, mate. He was. What, he was hair looking... dye or just hair? No, just hair, hair slicked yeah, back. I was going to say, he's not that type. No. 
He's not no, that. He's vain. not that. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, no, I've been following a little bit of it. All right. So, by the way, Kev the Carpenter says last night I was same race multi. Your combined picks and was well up. Uh, yeah, the boys were red hot. Yeah, hundred percent. Watchy and Jay Bond were finding first and seconds for fun. We've got a Jason here off the text saying, great job, boys. I don't know whether that's Jay Bond or Jason Adams or if it is uh, one of those two, thanks very much. Uh, or if it's just a general Jason, thanks very much for sending that through. El Dudo says a fill-up follows on from last night. Get on Mitch tonight, punters. So he's pumping you up, which is fantastic. Uh, let's continue with our review of last night's racing. Race three, the grade five final. Caroline for Anthony as a party. A fantastic victory. They might have been pumping out Sweet Caroline in the as-a-party as a household on the back of that victory. 29.461 seconds of time. Ahead of Well Grounded, who's developed a decent reputation, coming from the outside for Angela Langton, finishing second. What did you make of that victory for Sweet Caroline? Uh, really nice win. 29.46. It was impressive. 5.04 to the first marker. 18.83 off the back. $2.40. I thought Well Grounded was huge running second. Made up a lot of ground and... Uh, yeah, was was very impressive. Happy Ruby run third. And this is a greyhound that's progressing uh, nicely. Russian sub was uh, your second favourite in the race. He ran fourth. But uh, I tell you what, um, box straws, don't they play a big part when it comes to Sandown and the Meadows? I had a chat the other day with uh, Jamie Ennis. Yes. Yeah, one of the uh, premier trainers in Victoria. And uh, he said that it's just a massive advantage having an inside box straw at those tracks. It's a short run to the first turn. If you've got early speed and you can get away, you win a lot more races than you'll lose. And... Uh, hence why we try and steer clear of tipping dogs that are drawn out wide when it comes to these tracks because it's pretty hard unless you're absolutely airborne like Fernando Bale sort of box speed, then yeah. you're going to struggle to cross. But, yeah, Caroline was very impressive, and I'm sure Ant would be uh, absolutely stoked with the performance. It was a somewhat smallish field for race four over the 750 metres, but a lot of prize money on offer. Sandra's sticker was too good for Brendan yep. Purcell, 41.992 seconds. Uh, do, do you think it appreciated that smaller draw? In terms of its capacity over 715 metres, obviously it's proven to run well over that distance. What are your thoughts on the run and what it's capable of? I was on the dog, mate. I oh, uh, yes. I was very keen on it. I, I thought this run last week was huge. I think we... I'm not sure if you and I covered it on Friday. It might have been myself and um, Donna's yeah. on Wednesday because... It was massive last week at the Meadows. Like It was just an absolute certainty beat. And it spotted the lead of 20 down the back, and I think lost by three, yeah. or maybe not even. It was just huge. So I think – I'm trying to think of who it was last night, but they sent a text in and said thanks for you know telling us the Black Book because they backed it last night, which was fantastic. fantastic. Super run. Just you wanted to be on it in the run. The favourite, Kenny the Brit, was out of play early. Um, Sandra Sticker just lobbed in a nice spot. Venus Light let him up. This dog's improved out of sight. Uh, Bessie's Daisy run third and Bravery fourth. And – uh, Sandra Sticker just kept weaving a passage through, got all the nice rails runs, and um, yeah, time-wise as well, 41.99. But uh, I think Brendan Purcell would be pretty happy with the run and knew a win wasn't too far around the corner. And also off the SMS, Dal says, boys, get around me here. Got 41% of the quaddy at Albury, oh, a yeah. long price right. winner here, race yeah. eight. Okay, let me just check the – I want to check the approxia. Tell but, us what you're on, Dal, as well. No, nah, I reckon SMS. he's got the field. Got the field, oh, okay. Oh, I'm tipping by, by what he said. Yes. Get around me hoping for a longie. Now, oh, jeez. What, how much? The shortest way home is 867. Oh, yeah. That's your favourite, $1.85. Yep. Then you're out to uh, 1900 two and a bit grand, three and a bit grand, four and a bit, seven and a bit, nine and a bit. The best result would be either numbers 3, 4, 10, 11, 12, 14. Oh, well, we'll keep an eye on three, that. Four, 
10, 11, 12, 14. We'll have to keep an eye on right, Let's get one of them up because that would be an absolute monster collect. Oh, well done, Dale. Who's in front? No, I wanna, oh, we'll follow this home here, Damo. Yeah, I reckon we could. We'll touch on Kablenz on the other side of this race because it was a fantastic victory and the dog just continues oh, to build freak, its reputation. Oh, 100%. That's all I want for the um, Phoenix. Oh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You'd be in a long line. <laughs> yeah, I want it now. I'd like him. He'd be fantastic. All right, so seven leads him up. The three and a more coming around the outside and the favourite is right on its... No, it's not. It's between them. All right, so here we go. The favourite's just about to hit the lead. Needs something up at odds here. Favourite's just in front. This thing's kicking, though. The seven, Mama Smash. Making it hard. The favourite's just grinding. Down the outside, who's this? The one, Brander's Rule. The nine or the one? The one would be handy. Yeah, the, the one. The one gets up. How much does he win? Well, the one saluted for the uh, for the quad, and it has paid two grand. Nine, 1980 bucks. So that's a really nice collect there, 41%. Great work there, uh, Dale. That's massive. Oh, fantastic. Well done, Dale. Tip my hat to you, mate, if you if you got on that. That's absolutely brilliant. Uh, before we get to the news, Mitchie, a couple of big winners I want to touch on. Firstly, yep. Kablins. I mean, you just wonder the, what the capabilities of this dog are going forward because it continues to just build upon its reputation. From box two last night, one race six in 29.161 seconds. Ahead of Keep It Blue, who was in the good draw, but Kablin's unbelievable performance once again. The dog's a freak. Yeah. He's a dead set freak. The whole litter is scary good. There's a lot of talent there. Mm. Um, and take away the 29.16. Just forget about that a minute. 4.93 to the first marker. That is absolutely airborne. That's lid pinging sort of stuff. Uh, 18.61 off the back. This is the reason why I said you want him for the Phoenix, because you can be the fastest dog in a race. But if you are looking at seven other dogs in front of you, you're relying on luck. Yeah. But if you're out in front, you, you can't be disappointed if you lead and you get run down. Well, that's the thing. You, that's remove, the that, thing. you remove the variables Correct. that could get in the exactly way. Exactly right. So that's my thing. I think Kablenz is, and I don't know what she does to eat. As soon as the run, he goes, there's your Phoenix dog. Straight away. Yeah. That's your Phoenix dog. Because 493 will lead. No worries at all. He's run 29-16. They're going to have to be going to get him. And... He's only going to get better. This is the thing. He's just going to keep improving. So, yeah, he's scary. Do you think Kablenz is now the it's dog, if you want to call it that, the X-Factor dog in this country yep. potentially? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No doubt about it. That early speed. Aston Rupi's got him covered time-wise overall. Yeah. But Aston Rupi can't run 493 early. Yeah. That's the difference. In a small field, Rupi would beat him. No worries at all. But in an eight-dog field, you get out and go, I'm telling you now, you find trouble. What do you think is the greater test of the two? In Greyhound Racing. I know they're two completely different scenarios, but what's the greater test in terms of the scenarios in which their strengths are in Aston Rupee and Kablenz? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going too deep and philosophical. That's a hard one. I, I love front runners, though. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of front runners. Um, but we'll get to see Rupee tonight at Adelaide. Yes. And you're going to have to work hard off the pink. Yeah, they've backed him into a dollar fifty. I don't know, mate. That's uh, yeah, that's like what would people say? That's like trying to pick between your favourite children. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> eh? I'm with you there. Uh, just before we head to the news, uh, Mitchy Baruga Smoke from the Good Draw Box One prevailed for Brooke Ennis there ahead of a Punga Warrior, Lakeview Walter, Tyler Durden. A fantastic field this one. So great quality. Ten grand up for grabs in prize money race eight yep. last night. 
quality field of Baruga Smoke. I mean, it had the good draw, but utilised it. Yeah, he had a super draw, but geez, how's a run? 29 21, uh, 5 11. They actually had Jamie Ennis on the show uh, pre race. He was on his way down to the ball, had it on the uh, Bluetooth in the car. And uh, I know Brooke went and handled last night down there at um, down at Sandown. And uh, Jamie said that the dog was a big, big chance based on box draws. As I said, he likes, you know, drawing inside when it comes to running in town. And just said that, you know, he, he's he's a dog that could run in a Melbourne Cup. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I'm surprised that uh, he went around at $4, to be honest. Yeah, it was a fantastic field. No question about that. Now, just before the news, Inside Track Club Thoroughbred Edition is back for spring. You can join Boy. for free this Saturday. Join Tommy Haylock as he takes a deep dive into the form of every horse and how they are suited in each race at Caulfield. Tom will provide a full staking plan with his analysis on each runner, including options to lay and back seeking a profit. Join for free now at insidetrackclub.com.au. That's one word. Using the code word racing. And please gamble responsibly. We'll hit to the news. And on the other side, Paul Sebastiani will Join us from Bet Deluxe. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase on SEN Track. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase on this Friday afternoon right across the country on SEN Track. Damien Watson joined by the one and only Mitch Bayer. All thanks to the Watchdog app to see every Victorian Greyhound race live and free. Download the app for more. Paul Sebastiani will join us very shortly. But Mitchy, we've got race eight coming up at the Meadows. What are you liking for the punters? Very keen on the five here, Jarvi. This is the second leg of the double. Uh, and, yeah, I'm real keen on it. I think that uh, the dog's got blistering early speed. He can cross them. Uh, and if he can replicate that uh, 30.08 he ran when he just got beat two runs back, I don't think they'll get him. Yes, and uh, the watchdog I noticed on his tipping sheet said he could get around this track blindfolded, Javi. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's I know. probably fair. He's right. Uh, now, let's just turn off the SMS. Bang Woohoo says, Dow, thanks, boys. And I backed the one there. So he's collected well oh, on the quaddy. Oh, geez, that a double. Yes, fantastic work, Dow. Uh, 0499736736 to text in. Time to get an odds update for Bet Deluxe. And we're joined by Paul Sebastiani. Paul, good afternoon to you. Very good afternoon to you, uh, boys. Uh, how's the uh, how's the afternoon treating us? Big Group One's coming up this weekend. It's massive. Oh, sensational across various codes of racing. There's a lot happening in the trots, obviously, with the Vic Cup. We've got the Caulfield Guineas, which we'll touch on shortly. But firstly, the Adelaide Cup final tonight. What's the market looking like? Yeah, this this Victorian uh, chaser, Aston Rupee oh, for yes. Glen Rounds, a dollar sixty favourite with BetDeluxe.com.au. He annihilated the track record at Angle Park last night. It's no. No wonder he's an odds-on favourite. But, look, there has been a little bit of sprinkling for Geoffrey Britton's emergency runner, Mr. Fixit. He's going to jump from box three. It's been around $9 into $6.50 with Bet Deluxe. But, look, Aston Rupee, the unbackable favourite at the moment, and rightfully so, I think. Hey, Paul, uh, Mitch Bay here. Um, yeah, big move for Mr. Fixit. Uh, I saw that he was about 15s, and he's into about $6 now. Mm. Um, what does what does a scratching like that do to a, a market, in, in especially like a group race like the Adelaide Cup? Yeah, I think I think it's more it's more towards like I mean you're getting a scratching more towards closer to race time. It probably has a bigger a bigger effect just on the deductions and stuff. But yep. I think when you've got such a dominant favourite in the race, you know that most of the money is going to come for him. But I think it's just more when the emergency runners are declared because they're obviously going to be more of a chance. Clearly because they're running. I think the market just gravitates towards those runners because initially they're over the odds when they're emergency. So I think that's usually just what occurs. But look, I mean, the, the weight of money, obviously, for, for Aston Rupee, but it wouldn't surprise me if, if Mr. Fixit runs a big race. We, we know we know Jeffrey Britton's a big-time trainer as well. 
Hey, uh, and also we've got race eight at the Meadows coming up in about 50 seconds' time. Um, I'm pretty keen on Javi here. Has there been much market support for uh, anything in this? Yeah, this is an intriguing race. As you said, Javi can go around the Meadows Wi-Fi. I think he's had about 43 starts at the track for 20 wins. $4.80 elect for, for Javi at Bet Deluxe, but time for peace is Tina Woman's uh, chaser in this race. She's been very well backed at $2.20 jumping, jumping from box eight, but can definitely entertain Javi as a second favourite. And also, just to finish off with Paul, the Caulfield Guineas and Turak Handicap coming up. And I know with the Guineas, Animo received a lot of support throughout the week. What's it looking like at the moment? Yeah, he has indeed. He still remained a $2.60 favourite with betdeluxe.com.au despite drawing barrier 15. There's been each way money for Tiger of Malay. Barrier 1, $15 into $10. Craig Williams takes the ride. And in the Turak Handicap, look, I'm thunderstruck. Should have won the Rupert Clark last start. He's a $2.50 elect, 52 kilos, barrier four, John McNeil. Uh, I think he's going to be very, very hard to beat, and the punters at Bet Deluxe agree as well. Oh, Paul, it's a fantastic weekend for all three codes with the coming days certainly presenting a lot of fantastic action. All the best, mate. Thanks very much for joining us. No worries, and uh, good luck on the weekend with all your bets. Fantastic. Paul Sebastiani joining us for Bet Deluxe Spring Racing Specials every day. Serious betting for serious punters. Download the app today. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. If you have any issues, let's head to the Meadows. Race Come on, Jarvie. Get across. Creek, good speed, and Jarvie goes forward from the centres. So Teapot Creek onto the first turn. Lead the way, oh, Jarvie. Why to do you second, have to get Super Valley. Time for <laughs> Peace. Swept into it deeper. Then Providence. The eight is in into a great the sun. Five away. Lala Ivory and all in Dungy. Off the back. Teapot Creek. In front, a length and a half. Super Marley Super off its Marley? back out of no challenge. Way. Time for peace, a length away. Into the sun, runs on into the straight. Super Marley hit the lead from Teapot Creek into the sun. Wow. Super Marley won it. Oh. Beat into the sun. Time for peace. Wow. Teapot Creek inside box lane. again. See then Jarvie, Providence Bale, well back in the race, all in Dungy, and they were amongst the last in in thirty and oh four. What did you make of that? What happened? Uh, <laughs> he just got checked around the first turn. I didn't expect Teapot Creek to go five oh five to the first peg though. Uh, probably just held him out, and then he tried to cut to the rail pretty hard, and when you try and go too hard to the rail, there's a dog underneath you, and you cop a check. Uh, just in relation to Super Marley as well, it paid 9.30 top tote in the end. I mean, there's a bit of fortune in this race, given the favourite got clipped, but what are your thoughts on its capabilities going forward? Uh, it's been a real improver, this dog. That's uh, what is it now, 30 starts for nine wins and six placings. So uh, it's had, you know, 50% of its career in the money. Uh, and it's a dog that can run time as well. It's just held off a pretty good field as well. Into the Sun and Time for Peace. They're no slouches. Yeah. So I thought Into the Sun's run was really good. It seems like it's re- returned really well. And Super Marley, uh, yeah, that's a nice, a really nice result. Clint Capuano has been on absolute tear at the moment. He is flying. Oh, absolutely sensational. Uh, just in relation to tonight, Anonymous here. Outside Mr. Fix-It, who do you like at Angle Park? That's off the text machine. Um, I am a fan of, I'll just grab the field up here, uh, Mr. Fixer obviously is my main my main play. Yeah, which I can understand. Uh, very, very, very keen on him. Transcends the industry, but um, it's a big nine. Outside of him, I, I think that uh, the five is a big play here. Came and went around the $12 mark. Yep. Same thing, early speed, mate. You want to be out in front in these races. I, I don't care how good you are. If if you're spotting very class, like classy dogs, lengths, well, yeah, good luck reeling him in. That's, <laughs> that's the thing with Rupee. Like, Rupee's... He's been on the drift a little bit. He's a what is he now? He's a dollar eighty, but I think with certain mobs he's uh, about a dollar fifty five. So uh yeah, I, I just I can't have it from a wide draw. But yeah, I'm uh I'm a big fan of 
the five came and went outside of Mr. Fixer. Well, just on Aston Rupee, yep. I know you have those concerns, given the class of the dog. I mean, I think it still has the capabilities to overcome that, but what are your thoughts? Do you think ultimately, if you base it on class and what it is capable of, regardless of those obstacles, do you think it has the potential? Well, it does have the potential yeah. to get up, but... Are the odds in its favour in that sense? Um, if he had said he had box one, I'd say a dollar eighty was overs. Yeah. Um, he's by far the fastest dog in the race. Don't get me wrong, but we know he's just an average beginner. He's not blistering and he's not a slouch. But the problem is that when you get some fast dogs drawn underneath, then they can hold you out. So that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, as I said, he had box one. He just absolutely tears them apart. But. Uh, I just think off the eight, which we know at Angle Park, it's provided uh, a few challenges because Toddy Gray was saying that, you know, the rail's the rail's a place to be here. And with two slow beginners drawn on the inside, I think Mr. Fixit gets a nice run, came and went, has got some early speed as well. So he's going to have to work hard, Rupi. If he can sit outside him and still win from there, it's going to be some sort of effort. Yeah, anonymous off the SMS. Any other dog in any other races at Angle Park tonight to potentially Ooh. keep an eye on? I know uh, we've mainly focused on the Adelaide Cup, but is there anything I've got outside? one. I've got one at sale too tonight. Yes. Race yeah. two, number four. Ooh. It's about a dollar ninety. Which uh, is Rio Bonnie. Yep, it just wins. Yeah, it's a it's a certainty tonight. Um, Toddy Gray's best tonight was race three, number one, Sudden Force. Uh, I don't mind it either. I reckon it'll lead for a long, long way. Um, it looks yeah, it looks pretty hard to beat. That was race three, number one. Uh, and another greyhound in at Adelaide that I was a fan of was uh, race five, number two, Lashes Manali. Yes, and just in relation to, I mean, this is a big night for South Australian greyhound racing, yep. and there's been a lot made of South Australian racing in general over the last few weeks with the jumps racing situation. Effectively, that's going to disappear in the it whole is, Oak yep. Bank. I mean, there's a lot of tradition surrounding Oak Bank, as we know, and, and that's going to fritter away. I know Victoria probably is the benchmark when it comes to prize money and the standard of greyhound racing in Australia, and I'm not being parochial there. I think that's no, even no, New are. South Wales people yep. say that in the industry mm-hmm. there. You think there should be some form of improvement for South Australia in terms of, I suppose they do attract a lot of the Victoria dogs. We see Aston Rupee yep. coming across. So what are your thoughts on the industry? Not, not being critical or anything, but maybe no. ways to try and help market that particular industry in that state, which... To be fair, I think all racing codes there are probably having a bit of a struggle in that sense at the moment. Yeah, well, I think you'll find there's a couple of things that draw dogs, like good quality dogs, to tracks. It's prize money, isn't it? Correct. Prize money is the big thing. Uh, Aston Rupee wouldn't be going over there for no reason. Yeah. Targets these sort of races. We've seen Fernando Bale and all the likes go over there and chase it when, you know, the old Angle Park. Um, yep. But prize money is what they target. Feature races, what they target. Races that have meaning behind them. Yes. Um, not oh, just tradition standard. as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Not just standard races. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, that's probably one thing. But I, I think that they should uh, they, they should do interstate challenges, like sort of thing to well, draw, could they do draw a, more numbers. Could they do a similar thing to what they've done with the state of origin, New South Wales, Queensland in greyhound racing? Could something like that take off? Or is the standard and class too great, the gulf of class too great between Victoria and South Australia? Oh, the, the standards are, is a big jump yeah. from here to there. But I had an idea, which I don't know. I don't know if it would work. But say you picked every state. Mm. So we go through, we go Victoria, New South, Queensland, uh, WA, Adelaide, and Tassie. Yep. And we pick out, say, your three best runners or your five best runners. And they go around to the premier track in each state. Yeah, that's a decent and and like race, whether it be match race or trial or um, four dog fields, 
and the times overall. So you, you might have like a uh, overall winner mm. per track, but your overall at the end, the time, like the time wise, if the, this, if the times, you know, whoever's got your your lowest time overall, which would be, you know, the quicker you run, um, you get a bonus or something like that, like just to attract to different states. Yeah, it's an interesting point, and I wouldn't mind that concept. I suppose they have big races in each state, which attracts the best dogs anyway. But you're right; maybe making a competition out of it, yeah, yeah, exactly, or a series out of it would be fantastic. You like anything here at um, Cranny? Oh, it's been an interesting thousand, thousand meter maiden. Yeah. I always stay oh, yeah, away from I know. those. <laughs> yeah, there's Miles been a... says stay away from the maidens at Cranny. <laughs> yeah, there's been a bit of money around for number thirteen, Dollar Chaser. Yeah, um, Tele- also Telegraph the favourite at this point. Also the Hass. Well, yeah, the Hass. The Hass. My Yankee girls receiving a little bit of support. It'll be interesting. It's, yeah. it's a pretty open race. Mate, have you seen the first two winners down there at Cranny? $31 and $11. So. Yeah. There's value to be found at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is there, is there ever. It's just a lottery at this point. We'll uh, take a break, and on the other side, we'll preview the remaining races. We've got sale, of course, on tonight as well, and Mitch Bayer's tips for the weekend. So make sure you stay tuned for that. You can text in 0499 736 736. And you can listen to Mitch Bayer on sale Sundays at 6 p.m. across the SEN network for Sale Greyhound Racing Club, open with limited numbers. Take a break. Back with more short. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back. You're listening to Thrill of the Chase right around the country on SEN Track. Damien Watson joined by Mitch Bayer, who's going to be on sale Sundays with Jason Boddington, Peter Johnston and Rob Popplestone from GRV. Sundays at 6pm across the SEN network for sale Greyhounds, Grey's Bistro, TAB, Keto and Bar, all open with limited numbers and takeaway, of course, still available. We've got race night at the Meadows coming up. We may as well give our tips out here, Mitchy, given it's only a few minutes away. Who are you backing here? I'm pretty keen on the red here, Aston Belair. Uh, I think that there's a bit of speed around in the two and also the six, Sharky Shark. But I think Studley likes to use a little bit of the track, wants to get off a little bit. Uh, and Aston Belair is mad. I mean, mad for the fence. So um, I just think it's going to get a really nice run. $7 and $3 seems overs. Sharky Shark will cut probably uh, boxes four and five in half out after the first 20 metres. Um, and with no box eight, I think Stay Strong might get a nice run around him. But I'm pretty keen on Aston Belair here each way. Just on Studley, it's a pretty reliable beginner. Yep. That's probably its main strength. Do you think it has the capacity and do you think it will lead and hold that lead potentially? Does it have a good well, finish as well? I the, think that's a good It's a good beginner, but does it have the capacity to finish? Well, the thing with Studley, he, he's got a really nice turn of foot, but the three, all in Billy, is mad for the fence. So could well hamper him early and cut him in half. So... Um, Look, if Studley leads, he's pr- the track's probably good enough today. Like, you think there's not really much of a breeze around. The sun's out. It'll be playing pretty well. So if he leads, he's probably going to be something to run down. But I just think Aston Belair might get a nice one. I reckon Studley might just push off the rail a little bit on the first turn and give him a nice run at him. Yeah, Matty off the SMS likes Stay Strong, the New South Wales dog. I know he likes his value bets. Do he you does. give it a chance? Uh, yeah, based on the box draw because um, uh, the six Sharky Shark is mad for the fence. Yeah. Sharky Shark is quick early, like real quick. And just on all in, Billy loves this track as well at the Meadows. 29.80 seconds of personal best time on this track at the Meadows. So. Yeah, I just don't think he's going good enough at the moment, mate, to be honest. No, fair enough. No, that's Yeah, I just don't think he's going well enough. 
All right, we'll see what happens in race nine, and we might be able to take that race before the finish. But we've got sale races tonight, 11 races on the card, and we're going to cover that tonight on SEN track. But what are your best bets as a bit of an early play for the punters out there, Mitch? All right, so I've just what I've just done, Damo, I've just pieced together. We've got Bendigo Cup heats on yes. um, tomorrow. Yep, so we'll do the collation. So I've got I've got three at Bendigo, and they tell up to $9.44. But uh, my mine for sale tonight, they were race two. Uh, number four. So I'm just trying to write all this stuff down so I don't uh, yep. lose it all. Rio Bonnie, which you flagged before. Which... Yeah, it's about a dollar ninety. Yeah, it's coming from two sixty in the last couple. Yeah, of days. so there's been been a bit of money around for yeah. it. Um, my other best on the card. Where is it? there? It is um, race seven, number seven, Doctor Slats. Yep. So I'll just write these down. Race seven, number seven, Doctor Slats. Um, and I also thought that. Um, Hustle Hard was going to be pretty hard to beat as well. Hustle Hard. Yeah, off a wide draw. Loves it. Box seven. Uh, four starts for two wins, two places. Two twenty. All right. Fantastic. Race eight. That Bend- was race eight, number seven. Bendigo Cup Heat. Yeah. Very keen on these. And I tell you what, I reckon I've got the best treble Ooh. you'll see. Yes. Shimmer Classic, $2.20 yep. off box eight. So that is race number. Race three, number eight, Shimmer Classic, two twenty. Yep. This is my best bet of the night down there. Race five, number eight, Power of Buddy. Yes. Just blows them to smithereens. Up against Music Event, who was the uh, track, well, almost yeah. track record holder from the other night. He'll, Power of Buddy is electric. He'll probably break the track record tomorrow. He's See, a freak, this dog. Is Power of Buddy the one what she really likes, or have I got that mixed up? Yeah, I no, think, it is. Might be. Yeah. And uh, my last best bet there was uh, race number eight, number one, Typhoon Sammy. I just think that this dog is blistering. Handsome Rhino wants to push off the tr- uh, track. And twenty two thirteen last time round at Geelong <laughs> is absolutely peeling, mate. That is flying. Oh, make sure you collect those numbers, folks. Off the SMS if you want to text in zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. That was Mitch Bayer's best bets for the Bendigo Cup heats, and of course for sale tonight. Matty O says I've had a crack at Studley boys in the next for the Meadows. Let's get it home. Oh, I must admit I'm with Studley here as well. I think it can prevail in this race from box number two. Pretty reliable from the start, and that is always a key. Yep. It's just whether it can hold that lead potentially. Let's see how we go with Aston Belair off the red. Yes, uh, Sharky Shark receiving perhaps a little bit of support. I think it's about it's, 13 it'll lead. Bucks. It'll go close to lead in the race. It is Good super quick early. Yeah, but it just I don't think it can run it out, to be honest. Mind right. you, last week was a bog, so yes, the track will be in good order today. Here we go. Ready. They're off, beginning faster about deep with Sharky Shark oh. looking to crash over. Oh, getting Sharky. across to second, Jezza Benson caused a real scrimmage behind oh. in the first oh. two away. Sharky Shark a length in Come front. on, Belair. I'm a big second. chance here. Aston Belair motored through into third. Come Fought on, Belair. Oh, look at it. Staying strong all in. Billy and last Studley leaving the back. Jezza Benson in front. Out by two lengths on Aston Belair and staying strong. A gap now The bees and honey on the turn. It's kicking in it. It's home. Now three clear. Draws away from Stay strong. Yeah. That's Jezza a good win. Beat Stay Strong, Aston Belair, Bees and Honey, then all in Billy Fifth. Followed by oh. Studley, who got caught up in that jam early in Sharky Shark. $22. 30 and 38. Unbelievable. Is what it is, eh? Oh. I thought we were onto something there with Aston Belair, but just got crowded early and couldn't quite get going. But anyway, it is. That's yes. racing, mate. Absolutely. We've got the Betfair Edge coming up next with Miles Fitzner and Tommy Haylock. And then myself and Mitch will be back from 7pm Eastern Daylight Time on SEN Track with a big night of racing on this Friday night. Punctuated by the Sale Greyhounds. We'll have the trots action as well from Mildura and plenty of thoroughbred racing as well from Cranbourne.
Make sure you stay tuned for that on SEN Track. And thanks for joining us on Frill of the Chase. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.